you have for dinner tonight? Joe, I didn't eat dinner tonight. Oh, you rebel. Uh, sometimes I do this. I am a terrible, terrible one meal eater. Mm. Um, and it's, I've been better because I'll eat, I'll force myself to eat breakfast. That's where I really go off the rails. Most mornings I'll just drink coffee and I'll have like two or three cups of coffee and that'll be it. Fist and, of champions. And that's, and like, that's, you know, how I'm accelerating my life and my career is just drinking yeah. nothing but coffee. Um, exactly. But I've have forced myself. I got uh, like Greek yogurt and some granola and I've been forcing myself to eat yeah. that for breakfast. But I, I bought on Sunday when we were grocery shopping, I got all this stuff and I, it's Tuesday and I haven't had any yet. So I should probably force myself to have some tomorrow. <laughs> so today all I did was have like a big sandwich and chips for lunch. And that's really all I've had to eat today. So, Oh man, that's rough. Poor body. Do you know why? It's cause I don't burn calories. Yeah. Like I just sit here in this chair for like 12 hours a day and my yeah. body's like, I, you don't, you don't use that many calories. You don't need to consume need one of those. The desk bikes. I do like pedals there. All right. This is one of the, I found this a long time ago and I tweeted about it and now I can't find the tweet to go back and look at it. There is a like bike desk that you can get like a desk that's mounted to like a Peloton and you can like bike and work. Yeah. At the same time. Wow. That's multitasking. Honestly, I just need like my kids my kid and plus one when it become when it comes around to like become self-sufficient already so I can find time to do other things. Like I'd love to wake up and go work out in the morning, except my son woke up at 5 30 this morning and just went to bed yeah. 20 minutes ago. So Yeah. Uh that'll happen when they're like 10. Sure. What I'm feeling. I have to I, I got more <laughs> about 10 more years of this and yep. then I'll start to get in shape. That's exactly you just all I'm doing is buying time. I got to stay alive. That's it. Just stay alive for 10 years. <laughs> this is my, in 10 years, when I'm 40, I will absolutely be at my prime. Yeah, this. that's it. That's when I'm, pe- that's when I'm cresting. Right now, this isn't it. This isn't, people are like, oh, it. 30, that's the prime of your life. No, it's not. No, trust me. Not nope. yet. 40 years uh, yeah, old. It's just a, it's the slow uphill battle of just, you got to fight your way through uh, food. Yep. And no exercise and lack of sleep. And but once you hit that 40 mm. mark, it's it's really gonna be smooth sailing. I'm gonna gym membership and a sleep apnea mask, and I'm gonna be a whole new person. It's gonna be <laughs> over for you, bitches. And then I'm gonna wear the sleep am- apnea mask at the gym. Exactly. To, just to intimidate all the youths. Just to to show off. There's gonna be like high schoolers there playing basketball. I'm gonna be there in my, my sleep apnea mask, just pumping out reps. 25 pound dumbbells pumping out reps. <laughs> I think this is a good plan. I, I, it's all worked out in my head. It's all worked out in my head. Yeah. Check back in with us in 10 years and let's see where we're at. Yeah. 10 years later, where the dads are now. <laughs> Still on a couch eating chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken wings will never stop. It'll just be the exercise to burn off the chicken wings then. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, we're well on our way, I'd say. We're, I agree. we're basically there. So, Joe, what'd you have for dinner tonight? Chili. Nice. Because, yeah. you know, it's 92 degrees outside, so that's chilly weather. It's, it's always chilly weather, baby, if you try hard enough. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Dave Thomas says. 
Who's Dave Thomas? The, the founder of Wendy's. Oh, okay. Is you, now that you say that, like, sure, okay, I know, I know who Dave Thomas is, but like, <laughs> nobody has ever come up to me and casually referenced Dave Thomas in conversation as if I should know that K- Dave Thomas started and name a put out a more generic name, Dave Thomas. Man's got two <laughs> first names, and I'm supposed to know he started Wendy's? Absolutely not. Hey, you know when he peaked? When he started Wendy's? He- he was 40. Yep, see? It all comes back. Check in in 10 years. <laughs> dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez. And with me, as always, is my co-dad, Chris how are you boy it's a good thing you're in charge of the editing right second try is always the best (laughs) always the best joe i i wanted to give you a little treat on the podcast today um your mustache again no the the mustache was last week's treat uh it's the treat that keeps on giving uh i today I, i don't know what happened in our household but I, I teased you this weekend. We'll get into our weekends, but I teased you this weekend for posting about spooky season in the middle of July. Yeah. Well, for some reason last night, it, it, our household decided we were all going to do pumpkin stuff. Like Ben wore his Uh-oh. pumpkin pajamas to Damn. bed. Yeah. Uh, Katie had some pumpkin thing going on. And then today all day, I wore my, my vineyard vines shirt with a pumpkin whale on it all day. Yeah, and then I decided to take Ben for a little walk. Katie was gone, so Ben it was just Ben and I. So I was like, "Oh, let's go for a little walk." And I pulled Ben around the block in the wagon, and then I had to change my shirt because it's hotter than all blazes outside, and yeah. I sweated right <laughs> sure. through it. So yeah, oh. so I tried. Oh god, <clears throat> you got a, a little throat goblin there. You right here. It's from the chili. <laughs> it's fighting back already. <laughs> it's paying you back for eating uh, it in ninety-two degree weather. Right. Uh, it's definitely pumpkin season. Like I said, spooky season starts December 26th and we're in the, we're in the thick of it now. No, <laughs> it can't be spooky season and be 91 degrees outside. It just can't it, I'm, like it can't. What do you think they do in like South California? Well, in Southern California, it's 75 degrees all the time. It's pretty warm. It's not 91 degrees. <laughs> That's just simple maths, Joe. That is. You're right about that. Yeah. Um, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Um, it was nice to only do a little bit of stuff, whereas the last few weeks have just been like going, going, going. Uh, mm-hmm. So Saturday morning, we woke up and uh, went to Home Depot, which is always a great way to start a weekend. Always a great, great way. way to start the weekend. Just kick it right off. Um, I got to it is baby room painting time. Um, yeah. So I have to put one more coat on the hallway uh, from last summer because I never put that last <laughs> coat on because I got to the end of my paint can. I'm like, am I going to buy a whole nother paint can for one coat of paint left on this hallway or am I just going to leave it? Right. And we all know the answer to that. So I got to yeah. put one more coat on the hallway. So uh, and then I have to we're painting the baby's room white first and then maybe doing an accent wall. We haven't decided yet. Yeah, but it's going from the like standard realtor colored cream that it is now uh to to white and then we'll uh we'll go from there too many shades of white 
there are far too many shades of white. And so for Ben's room, we went real rebel and we painted it all green, the whole room, yeah. all dark forest green. Uh, and now great. it's far too dark. Really? You think so? I, during the day, it's not as bad because he gets a lot of sunlight in his room, but like it is, it gets very dark in there overnight. Um, yeah. So it's, it, the white will be better. It'll, it'll, Plus, it matches the hallway. And I think the one accent mall will look better. Although the, the forest yeah. green looks right, too. It was great color. Just too much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, paint Ben's walls white, too. Just leave one wall. It's not a bad idea. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's not a bad idea. It's hard, like, with that dark green. How many coats am I going to have to... Yeah, you're going to have to go buy another gallon. Yeah, I got two gallons already. I can't add a third <laughs> gallon to this. Come on. Uh... So we did all that, bought a bunch of stuff. Um, just getting into that, going to uh, I'm going to start that this week. I'm sure we'll talk about all the trials and tribulations that go into painting because yeah. I hate painting. Um, I have a like the stick that you screw the roller onto to paint, um, and yeah. I didn't use it at all last time because I realized that my hallway is like not very wide. So right. using that, you don't have a lot of flexibility to use that stick with. So I just hand yeah, rolled it last time. Yeah, it's really good for like for like fifteen feet. Like, yeah, I'm maybe, gonna maybe like ten. I'm gonna try and use it in the baby's room, like because okay. you have like it's wide enough that I can like go like ha- hold it sideways, and not run into other walls while while rolling it. So yeah, sideways, horizontal, holding horizontal is probably a better way. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I'm hate not painting. A painter. Yes, you are. <laughs> you literally are, dude. I, or were. It was at one point in time. That is true. You're um, right. So we did that, and then um, it was also very hot all weekend. Um, yeah. So we uh, hung out, cleaned up the basement, had uh, got prepped for our guests that came over on Sunday. Um, so yeah. cleaned up the basement. It had a lot of work to be done, so I did that. Um, and an exciting golf tournament was happening this weekend, which probably not a lot of people care about on this podcast but it was very exciting definitely not yeah definitely not you um but it was very exciting it was a uh very it was the last major of the year so they play uh four majors um and this was the last one it was on the oldest golf course in the world this one was it was the 150th anniversary of this golf tournament um it's called the open uh it was the very first major golf tournament wow. in the world um and they played it on the old course in Scotland. Um so it was pretty neat all around. Uh my favorite golfer was leading on Sunday when you guys were coming over and I had like the TV on because I like really want my second favorite, I should say. Tiger Woods was not leading the golf tournament. Uh but <laughs> my second favorite golfer was. Uh and then all the way down to the last hole and then he lost on the last hole. So that was a little heartbreaking, but I put on a brave face because uh nobody around me uh besides me really really paid attention to it. So uh um, Arnold Palmer. Wow. No. No, it was not, Joe. Oh, that's I, only golf right now. So. I want to make a statement that I think Arnold Palmer is not, a lot, not with us anymore. You know what? He might be. I don't. Might be a true fact. Yeah. No, he died in 2016, Joe. Oof. So. Oh, definitely not him. No, it definitely was not Arnold Palmer. Um, But anyway. So it was, it was a fun time for me. I enjoyed that. And then uh, then had you guys come over. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that, especially like your day. I'm sure that yeah. was pretty hectic. But uh, then we came over, rolled some dice, did a little D&D. You were very ill-prepared for it. Um, God. 
So we uh, made all your stuff up on the fly and just went from there. Yeah. So it was good. Ooh. And yeah. it's just been work good. the last couple of days. Right. Here we are on a Tuesday. It is. We we need to iron down this this recording thing. You know what? It's Mondays, hard, man. Tuesdays. It Having is, kids. Having kids is hard. It's hard. Has Has anybody ever talked about how hard <clears throat> it is to have kids? It takes up I your whole it. life. You're going to have another one. Tell me about it. I, man, uh, <laughs> realized that Ben, uh, Ben is going to be in for an awakening when he has a sibling. It's going to be, yeah. uh, it's going to be diff- different for him. That's for sure. I don't know if yeah. he's ready to share his things. <laughs> that's great. So that is great. So how about you? How was your weekend? Very long. Yeah. Very busy. Um, yeah, Friday after work. Um, it rained Friday. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I was going to set up a tent and have Cora and I sleep outside, but did not do that because it rained. Um, so after work, I was going to go put the uh, plants out in the rain, and Cora wanted to come, so we did that. And she decided it's time to go puddle jumping, so we jumped in puddles for like an hour. Wow. Uh yeah, that's like her favorite thing to do is just mm-hmm. put on her rain boots, grab her rain jacket, and just just go jump in puddles. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Let's just let's just do it. Which um, is great. So we did that, and then uh, two of my older nieces came over, uh, Bailey and Michaela. And uh, Michaela lives in Columbus. They were coming. M- Michaela was coming up with my sister uh, because my nephew's birthday party was on Saturday. Mm. So. Michaela sent a message out to us and my other two older nieces and said like, Hey, you know, who wants to hang out tonight? Um, so Bailey and Michaela came over at like nine 30, which your nights are already like three times later than mine. Like if yeah. I, at nine 30, I was, I think asleep on Friday night. I'll be honest. Yeah. So they came over, they brought a 12 pack of, um, Oh, what is the brand? Uh, Bahama Ray or something. What? Bahama Mama? See here. No, not Bahama Mama. That's a drink. Um, well, I don't remember what it's called. And okay. Bailey's going to get mad at me. But anyway, this 12-pack of um, margar- canned margaritas that were just oh. so delightful. Uh, and so we stayed You up. really the are just a asked- white woman at heart, aren't you? <clears throat> it, is, it is really true. Uh, kids fell asleep like 11. Uh, we ordered some appetizers from our local bar at like 10. The kids were out by like 11, 11.30, and we played games for a few hours, and then they stayed, and we were up talking, hanging out to like 4.30 in oh the morning. Oh, my. Joseph, the fact that you said you <laughs> played games for a few hours after the kids went to bed at 11, you're, my my whole timeline is just broken in half. Yeah. So it was a late night, and like it was the one night the kids didn't wake up. Oh, wow. And we, but we were up to like five thirty in the morning. You uh, did it to yourself. You did it to did yourself. It to uh, and then woke up a few hours later to go to my nephew Santos's birthday party, which is pretty cool. So we got up, got around, and went to that. And they had an inflatable water slide that was probably twenty feet tall. Oh wow! It was huge. Uh, it was a water slide that you know went down, and then they had an extension on it, and the extension like went out probably another. 20 feet into a pool it was this amazing water slide dang um 
Yeah, so we went out there like around one ish is when it started, and um, Cora wanted to go right on that with her other cousins and and everything. But there's a bunch of you know ten year old boys running through it, like yeah. ripping around. Um, and my niece Marina was like, "I'll take her," and we were like, "All right, you know, just keep an eye on her." Well, Marina takes her up there, and we see Marina come down, but not Cora. Uh, so Sailor, my like six year old niece, comes running over and was like. Cora's still at the top. She's not coming down. Oh, like, oh, no. So I, like, run over there. I rip off my clothes. I'm in my swim trunks. And, like, the kids are, like, kind of being mean to... Not being mean, but, like, sure, but trying to get her to go down. Right? Yeah. yeah. But they eventually are, like, going around her. And I see her just kind of picking at her hands because that's what she does when she's nervous. When she's nervous, yeah. So I, like, run up there. And she sees me and she, like, lights up, which is, like, a good feeling because she knows she's safe. And she's like, Daddy, we go down. And I was like, kiddo, we can't go down this ladder. In order for us to go down, we have to go down the slide. And uh, grab her and we go down the slide and end up in the pool. And she hated it. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it at all, huh? Yeah. So uh, we were out there. And then she just sat in the pool. And the kids were, like, landing in the pool. And they were splashing her. And she loved that. Um, we did that. And then uh, at, like, 3.30... Right before it was time to cut the cake, like the kids were losing it. Grayson needed a nap. Cora needed a nap. And I told mm -hmm. my sister, I was like, we got it. We got to go. Yeah. Like these kids need to sleep. It's, and, it's hard with running around with older kids because like, yeah, they don't, like I'm assuming I, we haven't gotten there yet, but like as soon as you're past that, like nap stage and the like, once they're that age, they're, they're pretty self-sufficient, right? Like basically once they, yeah. uh, and you just kind of forget, you forget how, how it is back in our stage yeah absolutely so um we talked about going to home goods and i didn't think we'd get to i thought core was going to pass out when we weren't going to be able to go uh because the rumor on the block was home goods had their halloween stuff it is the and, middle of july joe man but that stuff's gonna sell out and it ain't coming back <sighs> uh late stage capitalism is the worst i'm tired of it <laughs> So Kayla and I were like, do we just, let's just, do we just go to Home Goods? Yeah, let's just go. So we drove like an hour to Home Goods and uh, it was magical. It was absolutely stunning. Everything was, it wasn't all out on the shelves. There were some on the shelves. There were some like on parts in the middle, like ready to be put out. It was, I was just filled up with serotonin. I hope, I hope your Thanksgiving decorations are out on November 1st. <laughs> uh and it was just beautiful it was amazing i we said we were in there for probably 45 minutes to an hour just looking at things i spent like a 100 bucks on halloween stuff it's great and almost all of it is put out i think already it is the uh, middle it is july 19th yeah it's time we we're actually a little behind i would say and, i uh, i'm i'm at a loss for words yeah then sunday we got up i'm happy for you i should say, i am happy that you that you were able to to do this i'm, I'm happy for you <laughs> thank you thank you uh and then sunday we got up we uh got the kids around and we went out to ferndale and had lunch with kevin and annie and will uh before we went over to your house to play some D D. and as soon as we pulled into your house i looked at kayla and i said i forgot my dungeons and dragons bag entire uh, thing the entire thing, which just sucked because it was like, oh, my God, like literally all my spells, mm -hmm. everything about the character, my weapons, my, 
you know, features, everything. I was like, crap. So we whipped together a sheet real quick that I'm not proud of. Yeah. Uh, it's the best you could do in 10 minutes. Yeah. And we, we rolled some dice, which was good. And Cora came down and hung out for a little bit and rolled mm-hmm. some dice. And it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a good weekend. It was, like I said, very busy, uh, very long. So You do this to yourself. Here we are. You never stop, Joe. We don't. You just don't, don't stop. It's a problem, really. This weekend, though, this upcoming weekend, Kayla's gone at a bachelorette party, so it's me and the kids. Woohoo! Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Exciting. Yeah, we'll have an update on that next week. <laughs> <laughs> if Joe survives next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, outside of that, how's everything else going? Uh, how's Katie? How's Ben? It was great to see them. Ben, I, I feel like we've seen recently, but like... Mm-hmm. The boy is just tall and skinny now. The I feel dude, like the last time he, I saw him, he was like a little short and stout. He will not stop growing. Well, he's never been short. Um, he's <laughs> always true. He's always been like seventy five percent height, which is wild compared. You know, considering how tall I am. Um, right. I'm afraid he might outgrow me by middle school. We're really gonna. It's gonna be <laughs> uh, terrifying. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he's great. Uh, he's really starting to get to that point too. Um, where, so a little update on like his speech therapy, um, really into the point where he is trying to say things, right. Um, mm-hmm. he's not, not really great at like putting it all together, but like he'll, he's starting to repeat the same sounds and, and, uh, for certain things. Like I know when he says truck, even though it, it sounds like, uh, yeah. but like, I know what it sounds uh, and things like that. So, um, progressing getting better he says uh probably like seven ish words now so um getting better uh and uh so that's good katie's progressing we're in the third trimester so end of september so we're basically uh running downhill from here on out yeah two and a half months running down that hill yeah not not up the up the hill was uh when (laughs) when stranger things came out now we're running down the hill we're running down the hill um so that's good. good that's great how about you grayson just turned what six months six months he's huge he's wearing pajamas tonight that cora wore when she was over a year old and wow. was like walking around yeah he's a big boy he's a big chonker boy he's just truly uh he's eating great i just fed yep. him some uh carrots and sweet potato and peas tonight and he just nommed it all up he nice. loved it uh i'm starting the sign language with him yeah. uh, as he eats so that way we can at least get you know eat and all done down so mm-hmm. that way we can can start building on that um you know kayla and i were talking the other day i don't know if it's cora if it's girls or what it is cora progressed so fast mm-hmm. kayla and i were talking like at this point in in Cora's life at six months, we felt like she was already like almost saying things. Oh, wow. Um, or pretty damn close to it. Um, and part of me is like, I don't remember if she was or not, but I feel like she was. And Kayla feels like, you know, she was pretty close to like, at least, you know, getting some things out again, not like full words, but like getting to that point where it was like Dada, mama, you know, and being able to start that communication chain. Um, it kind of makes me worried that, you know, we're not going to hit that with Grayson as quickly as we did with Cora. Cause I, you know, everybody 
that we know that's Cora's age, like Cora just is like she talks up a storm like she yeah. just says like full-blown sentences and like sings and things like that and part of that i think is also because of daycare um like from when she was three months all old the time, right yeah right um but then part of me is like maybe that's just cora like i don't know maybe that's just how she was and if that doesn't happen with grayson it sucks to say like i'm gonna be a little disappointed but like it's almost like I'm gonna feel like maybe I failed something, like because Cora sure. progressed so quickly. Uh, yeah. So, so like I said, we feel like Cora was at this this huge point, and we're not sure if Grayson's there yet. But again, he's only six months old. So, hey, I. No. One thing I would caution you against is setting expectations. Right. Um, I think exactly. you. The real. The other reason why you're you don't quite realize or remember exactly like where Cora was at six months is because you probably everything was just brand new, right? So every yeah. time something happened, it was brand new. You've been through yeah. it once. You like Cora's setting benchmarks, but like don't set expectations for Grayson as long as he's hitting all his normal milestones, yeah. right? Like he's rolling over, he's blinking, he's talking, you know, like or babbling. Um yeah. It all those normal things like I would caution you away from thinking, oh, just because Cora did it, Grace will do it, right? Because I mean, right. I for the life of me, like actually, it was funny. Uh, Katie got Ben a picture book of me and Ben, uh, or she got mm-hmm. it for. I guess she technically got it for me for Father's Day, but Ben looks at it all the time. It's sits in Ben's right. room. It's not for me. Um, he was walking at like eight months. And I totally forgot that. I thought it took him to like a year and two months to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was walking at like eight months or nine months. Um, and so just with that, like let the milestones be the milestones. Like every kid's just going to be different. It has nothing yeah. to do with you. It's got nothing to do with uh, how you raise Grayson compared to raising Cora. Like uh, if anything, Grayson has a literal older talkative influence all the time so it's not like right that really has any impact so just uh, you know don't don't compare the two together uh just you know let each one be who they are and and uh as long as they're hitting the normal milestones i, w- I would say keep at it yeah absolutely um yeah so so we're going through that um the worst so grayson like i said is eating food right mm-hmm and one of the worst parts about babies starting to eat food is the food. gnarly, gnarly poops. Yeah, the food poops. <laughs> the new food poops are disgusting. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty gross. Um, and uh, then Cora just, it's hit or miss if she's going to eat anything now. I don't know how Ben is with eating. Cora, it's like sometimes she eats, sometimes she doesn't. Just kind of annoying because then she still wants bottles which we're trying to wean her away from bottles yeah really hard because she throws a huge fit when she doesn't get a bottle um so i mean at the very least she's getting bottles every day which is fine but not my ideal situation sure uh the girl is basically made out of french fries at this point (laughs) that's funny (laughs) ben has also kind of been the not a picky eater but we're going through like um he's too busy to eat. He's just in that <laughs> mode where he's just like can't sit down for more than two seconds. And what he doesn't want to do is he doesn't want to eat his food. He wants to eat your food. 
So last night we had spaghetti. Oh, okay. Right? We had spaghetti for dinner. Okay. I made spaghetti and meatballs. I made I made him his plate, put some veggies, put some pasta on his plate, half a meatball, went, you know, set it in front of him. I sat down to eat my dinner. He got down from his chair, climbed into my chair, and started eating my my spaghetti by the handful. That's funny. Left a full plate, but got into my chair and started eating my pasta by the handful. Just uh toddlers. Yeah, toddlers, they're great. They're fun. There's there's something. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, before we jump into our topic, which is kind of partially about what I talked about, I got a little something uh, before that too. So, okay. Uh, we had somebody email us a couple weeks ago, uh, named Damien. Damien, thank you for listening. Uh, and he talked about, he asked us a question. He's like, when are my dad reflexes going to come in? <laughs> which I thought was a very good question. Um, and, uh, I wanted to ask you, have you had a chance to like flex those dad reflexes? Has there ever been a moment where yes. you had to like really, yeah. You want to talk about that real quick? Uh, ben has Ben, I, I have maybe Grayson will be this way, but Ben is like King destructor and doesn't pay attention to what he's doing ever. Um, and the number of times I've caught him falling off the couch, falling off the bed, falling off anything is, is like immeasurable. I'll just be yeah. sitting there and he'll like lean a little bit too far back and just whoop, arm goes out and just right. And I've, so dad reflex has been a meme for a long time, even before like we were parents. Um, and I have been aware of it, right? Like thinking about it. Yeah. And I realize what it is. It's not, a, it's not an improved reflex. I, if it was, I would be much better at video games than I am now. Um, <laughs> what it is, is I am constantly aware of what Ben is doing at all times. I just yeah. am like at any moment, uh, am aware that he's doing something that is not safe. And I'm preemptively mm-hmm. ready to, I, <laughs> Hey, I bet Ben's going to take one step too far backwards on the couch and almost go for a tumble. And I'm going to have to catch him. Like, that's what it is. It's not, uh, not like, uh, all of a sudden I'm Spider-Man. You know what? That's a good way of putting it. It's not necessarily the the dead reflexes are there because the hyper awareness of this child's gonna freaking hurt themselves. Yes. <laughs> That's what's all there. the time. They if if you learn nothing from listening to this podcast, learn that children are actively trying to hurt themselves all the time forever. <laughs> yes, it's very good. Um, so thanks, Damien, for sending that in because yeah. I thought that was a really fun question. I did, uh, and did, have you uh, to think about? Have you had the opportunity? You know, I definitely. It's happened a couple times. Uh, I couldn't tell you off. Well, one time Cora was down here jumping on the couch, and uh, we have cement floors, mm-hmm. and she fell off and hit her head. But then she did it again, <laughs> like jumped on it, and I was right there, and she like went too far, and it's like you just hoot, like grab her yep. out of midair, like. Like, what are you doing kind of thing? Um, yeah, I'm sure it's happened a couple times. Oh, yeah. And then there's, you know, a couple times where your back's turned and it, it, it doesn't happen. It is not <laughs> foolproof. That is for that is for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, well, Joe, I have something for you. I thought we all needed a little uplifting, a uh, little uplifting something nowadays. Uh, and I'm bringing back Parenting News of the Week. I'm bringing it oh, back. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm it's bringing it back. 84 years. I know it. Welcome back almost to 100 episodes. I'm bringing it back. So, um, and maybe it'll stick, maybe it won't. Who knows? We'll just yeah, who do knows? what we do. 
Uh, so parenting news of the week. Uh, this is from U.S. News. It's called Snuggling with Dad. Father's contact can help preemies thrive. Ooh. And so that's, I, I picked it. I'm not, it's a very long and like thick article. And honestly, there's like two sentences that are really important. So I'm going to just give you the, the, the quick version of it. Um, essentially the, an Australian study put out that, um, doing skin to skin contact with preemies help them, um, survive. So, uh, it yeah. improves outcomes, uh, not just with mom. It's been, Hey, doing that with mom for a long time has been proven that, Hey, that helps also with dad. Um, they, you know, that skin to skin contact is also really good. Um, they have a lot of science behind it that I'm not going to read because I think that's uh, pretty boring to read the, the study out loud, but, um, it's also saying that like, it's called kangaroo care, which I also thought was really cool. Uh, they call it, they call it kangaroo care. Um, but it doesn't just help the preemie. It also helps the dad. So, uh, like those two nerve endings touch, uh, it showed an actual physical response to that. Um, it's like when your finger touches a fire, there are receptors there letting you know that it's hot. The same thing when the attachment happens between a father and baby, uh, it's just another reaction. So you get that like connection, which is pretty neat. Nice. That's pretty cool. So go look it up. It's on us news. Um, snuggling with dad, father's contact can help preemies thrive. So pretty uplifting news knowing that, uh, that kangaroo care works and it works for dads yeah. too. Cool. That's great. I love it. I love a good cuddle with the kids. I know. I, this one stuck out to me too, because it's hard. So I was at a bachelor party recently where I was the only person with kids, which happens a lot at our age. Right. Um, and I was trying to describe it to somebody uh, like that feeling, right? That feeling of becoming a dad. Um, and I, there aren't words for it, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's, at, to the point of like you just kind of feel whole right like you just kind of feel mm. like whole uh and that this study reminded me a lot about about that right like it's just your your receptors and your neurons firing like that's it there's no words right. there's no description there's no like it's just all of a sudden you're you're everything like it's like somebody turned on a switch and all of a sudden boom there it is yeah no it's it's a weird feeling but uh it's very nice when also your kids want to give that to you back. Sure. Like when Cora, Cora will say, daddy, come cuddle with me. And that's, that's like great. Cause then she snuggles in close or like, we'll put her arms around me or mm -hmm. just lay her head on my chest. And that's great. And then Grayson in the morning, like you'll walk into his bedroom and he just lights up with a smile and starts like kicking his legs yeah. and like just a feeling that's just pretty amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Well, cool. cool. Thank you for sharing that. I, I like. I miss. I miss parenting news. Okay. I think we should do more. All right, I'm bringing yeah. it back. I bring I, it back. I love it. I'll uh, I'll get back out of it. It got pretty stale there for a while. I think there wasn't a lot of news yeah. happening around the world. So, uh, right. but uh, now there's all the news all the time. So maybe there'll be better stuff going on. All the time. Perfect. Um. All right. Well, let's jump into this thing, shall we? Let's do it. Let's just jump in. Just jump right in. Let's just jump right in. Um. So I sent you this topic because it kind of stemmed from uh, us coming over to your house this weekend, more so having lunch. Yeah. Um, basically, I wanted to talk about kids and technology and uh, basically how it's unavoidable at this point in time. Sure. Sure. Right? 
Um, and uh, I'm actually very curious about this topic because I think you and I approach it differently, like from yeah. the way that we uh, the way that we look at it. Uh, so I'm I'm, cu- yeah. I'm I'm excited to talk about this topic. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, for me more so. Uh, we use technology as appeasement for Cora, right? Like. Sure. You know, when she needs a good distraction, when she's out in public and is about to have a meltdown, right? Like, hand her the phone. Um, more, like, more importantly than that, I don't think without watching videos, she wouldn't have the knowledge uh, that she has today. Like, I 100% believe that she would not be where she's at today without watching videos a lot like almost con- not constantly but pretty damn close to it um i want to i want to go deeper on that point because that's something i hear yeah. a lot and um i don't necessarily buy into it um i think there is definitely like exposure to knowledge and things like that it comes from all different things um but i i'm curious about that what uh do, can you think of an example of something she learned in videos that you guys wouldn't have brought up or talked about in like normal conversation or would it come up through life? Yeah, I think more so it's the actual, I mean, it's the repetitiveness of things. So Kayla and I are very much working parents, right? Like we can't be with our kids all the time, you know, sitting down with them, drawing, teaching, coloring, you know, we do when we're home and we have the time, but, um, you know, at night or whatever it might be, when we just want to relax, we'll put on, for example, Storybots. Storybots is one of the first shows we ever showed Cora when she was right around Grayson's age, five, six months, maybe a little bit before that. Um, it's just a nice, fun show uh, that teaches you things. Um, every week's a different topic, but then they have songs that sing about different things, shapes, colors, whatever it might be. Cora, at one point, and I don't remember the age, it must have been probably eight or nine months, she just looked at me and said, Tada? And I was like, Tada? Like, what is that? Like, what's Tada? Well, she wanted to watch Storybots. Storybots, the song theme song goes, Storybots, ta-da, mm-hmm. won't you come along with us? I was like, oh, she wants to watch Storybots, so that clicked with me. I don't think she would have known her colors as early as she did, because in Storybots, there's a lot of songs about colors, like all uh, one song all about yellow, you know, yellow sun, yellow this, yellow that. And she knew all the words to it. And she then knew yellow, yellow, red, red, blue, blue, whatever it might be. And, you know, I'm sure Kayla, more so than me, would have gotten around to, like, sitting and talking with her about colors and things like that. And we did. But I think the videos and having it be, you know, these entertaining clay robots Mm -hmm. helps just solidify that. If not, you know, really put the first nail in it about teaching these things. Um, sure. So that's probably like the first big thing was was watching Storybots and learning. You know, this is a circle, this is a triangle, this is a square, all that. Yeah, for um, sure. I and I, I think that's a really good um like example because you're you're probably absolutely right. Like that repetitive, the learning of uh colors and things like that. Like colors is a great example. Ben is not super great with colors right now we're more focused on getting him talking rather than learning colors. But 
uh, we do like he has a yellow car and a green car, but it's just a few, right? So like, even though we call it red car, he doesn't associate that the color is red. He just knows that we call that red car, right? right. So that's it's a good it's a good example. Um, I so to to counter and and come from the other side. So we only put on TV probably for about an hour in the morning. Uh, and then we watch like half an hour of local news at night, but Ben doesn't obviously watch that. It's the local news. He doesn't care about any of that. <laughs> uh, so he plays with his cars and stuff while, uh, and Katie and I watch the local news and that's about the only time TV's on in our house. Um, mm. it is occasionally like tonight. I mentioned Ben woke up at five 30. Katie had an appointment. I needed to get like things put together and all. And so I put on some bluey so that, uh, I could actually get some things done since I was alone. Um, and then uh that was we i think we watched like three episodes and went for our walk right so like it was like another half an hour and that's about the only tv we watch um i will say when we were traveling we definitely used electronics i think that is all rules out the window that's a whole completely and we'll get to that like when you're in a restaurant when you're traveling when you're like yeah uh, basically all rules go out the window because you're only trying to survive that that short amount of time that you're doing something right um but for us, Ben's always been a good player by himself. Uh, yeah. And he's always been interested in stuff. So it never felt like we needed to have something else around to to yeah. do that. Right. Um, we're a little bit lucky because like when Ben's not with us, he's with Katie's mom. Katie's mom yeah. basically is a reflection of our parenting. Like we talk all the time about what we want to see him do and and that. So we're really lucky in that aspect, too, um, that we have that. But it's it's really uh it's just never been a big thing for us and i guess the other thing is katie and i don't watch that much tv like mm-hmm. if if i'm if i have some free time instead of watching tv i'm probably coming down to my computer to play video games um which right. is that's gonna be a whole different thing ben already wants to play video games he katie already yeah. had him playing the switch uh the other day because he like found it and turned it on um so he's going he's definitely we're gonna have that uh that discussion about how much, how many video games is too many video games, but, uh, I w- but it is interesting because there are like videos and things like that, where I do wonder if he watched a lot more videos of like the educational ones. Bluey's great. Yeah. Bluey's not educational. I, you know, no, it's, it's, it's not, it's yeah. not, it's entertaining. It's the best kids show on television, but it's yeah. not like, Hey, you're a two-year-old and need to learn like how to count and how to yeah. have colors and what trucks are. And I do wonder sometimes if, if he watched more of those, would he like, would we still be going through, you know, would he be speech delayed? Would he be anything like this? But, um, the other thing, I think we do a really good job of, um, and obviously again, Katie's a much better parent than I am. So Katie, uh, the other thing, Katie has a degree in child development. This is more than, right. more than her wheelhouse um so she does a really good job of knowing what to focus on what to buy him the toys we get him are educational the things that he plays with like there there's a reason that there's a yellow red and a green car on this truck that he plays with because we can talk about yellow red and green as colors right things like that Mm so um that's kind of been how we have always used screen time um but definitely like waking up in the morning I am not awake. Katie's not awake. I need to make coffee. Like 
we put on bluey uh I, we just turned on disney channel for for an hour yeah um and it plays uh bluey and then it plays i think we, I, we talked about this they made a, a kid's show out of alice in wonderland it's called alice's yeah. wonderland bakery it's it's i don't know right. why they did it but they did um so that's that's basically uh how we use it but i do wonder like would things would he have learned more would he be more progressed you know things like that it's it's is curious yeah definitely is i mean i am a huge like tv movie like intake like i love it it's you know one of my escapes and my kids are the same way cora just loves to watch tv and listen to music videos and grayson grayson's eyes will like his head will whip around if the tv's on he wants to watch too so i think that that's probably why we started like you know, putting it on educational stuff was like, okay, she's going to be watching it anyway. Let's at least make it something that will hopefully absorb into her brain. Sure. So that's where Storybots came in. Um, that was kind of on repeat for a long time. And then we tried Sesame Street and that was on repeat for a little while. And then, you know, eventually moved on to other shows here and there. But then, I mean, YouTube is just filled with an insane amount of like, um, educational videos of people playing with toys but using those toys to you know teach numbers or colors or letters whatever it might be mm-hmm. and you know and now now she's to the point where she w- watches it for entertainment like you know she wants to watch people unboxing videos or she wants to watch frozen or whatever she's moved past bluey but we're gonna get her back around it'll get there new uh, season on, on, comes to <laughs> the u.s season. on on august 10th we're all gonna have to watch it yeah um, so now she's watching it for entertainment, but, uh, you definitely, like I said, she was intaking a lot of it. And mm-hmm. then Ayla and I would use that as, you know, a learning tool to, again, I, I'm sure we, if there wasn't TV, we would still be teaching these things, sure. but like I said, TV and, and having those videos really just help solidify and, and maybe even start the learning process for her. Yeah, for maybe. sure. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Now, and I mean, obviously, what real professional <laughs> podcasts would have done is looked up all the impacts of screen time, what it does and everything like yeah. that, and then come with prepared statements. What we're doing is, yeah, yeah. whatever. It's here. It's there. Yeah. It's here. It's there. Um, so, you know, that's kind of technology as education. Now, using technology and screens as appeasement, mm-hmm. uh, it's the other side of this thing, which is not my favorite thing that we do. Sure. Uh you know, Cora's watching TV until like nine, ten o'clock at night till we make her go to bed, basically. Uh, and that's not my favorite thing we do. Um, and when she's in a restaurant, like we'll hand her a phone to, you know, make sure she doesn't have a breakdown. But uh, it is what it is. I mean, kind of the way of the world, at least for us, that just helps. She will play with toys every once in a while, like out in public. But definitely, if you on a phone and put something on she's just gonna sit and watch it sure so um our again ours is pretty different now ben is also normally pretty good uh but we try and avoid screens as appeasement as much as possible like i said i literally did it yesterday i'm not here to tell you that like we never do it that would be impossible and like honestly if you have, you're kind of a psychopath. If you, if you're an absolute, like no screens ever, you're kind of a psychopath. Yeah. Like they just exist in our world. Your kids have to learn to use them. But like, um, but like 
we as much as we can so like but i'm bouncing all over the place on my thoughts going out we i don't i'm trying to think i don't think we've ever used a phone for appeasement when we go out but we also don't go out very often like you guys go out probably three times as much as we do um and it's just a, a matter that you live in the middle of nowhere. So when you go places, you have to go out, yeah. right? Like it, right. it's a kind of a product of your environment. Um, for us, when we go out, like if we go to lunch with Katie's parents, there's four people parenting one child in that, in that scenario. Yeah. It's very easy. Like, okay, I'll entertain them for 10 minutes. Katie's dad will go and take them for a walk. And then Katie's mom will. And now when we have a second kid, are we going to be able to do that? Are we going to be able to do the same thing? Are we going to be able to, like I 100% see the necess- the necessity and the need. Like I brought up when we were on the airplane, I we I pre-downloaded two Harry Potter movies and Bluey episodes because I knew we're in a metal tube for an hour and a half. I just need them to get through to the other side. That's it, right? Like right. that's all that matters. So um, we are able to avoid it as much as possible. But I we're also very lucky in the fact that, like I said when we go out it's like with katie's parents or katie's sister or you know like our friend even our friends like when we went to ferndale project even kevin walked around and followed men for a little bit right like it's we're able to to pass that around so it's not uh and it's also a product of ben ben's you know his meltdowns are are few and far between um yeah so we're we're pretty lucky social Mm -hmm. 100 percent Aura is very social, socially anxious, right? Yeah. Like she won't go with people that aren't me or Kayla. Like, unfortunately, like in her Kayla's mom and my mom. And, sure. Uh, but outside of that, you know, if there's other people around, she's going to clam up. So when we went to Como's uh, before we went to your house, we got there. She sat down next to me, which was also next to Luke. And she kind of freaked out because Luke was right next to her and talking to her and Cora just kind of hid. So she grabbed the phone and said, daddy blippy. And I put on blippy. But then after a few minutes, uh, the food came and I grabbed her toys out and she kind of came occupied with her toys and started playing with her toys and eating her bacon and like doing this and that. So then the tea, she didn't even care about the phone after like 10 minutes. So that's kind of what happens at, you know, while we're out at restaurants, but Definitely, you know, the we try to say like, okay, no, the phone's gone, the mm-hmm. phone isn't working, the phone's not this or that. But then there's just sometimes where she just starts screaming her head off, and you're like, okay, yeah, you get. <laughs> yep. I another thing, and this is kind of a chicken and the egg argument, so I don't know if there's an answer. Ben is not super into electronics, um, and yeah. it's like, is he not into it because we don't really use them around? All right, I shouldn't say that. He loves phones because we use our phones all the time, but yeah. like. He wants to pinch and scroll through photos. He doesn't want to, you know, it's not like watching TV on there. Um, But he doesn't like if I put on Bluey sometimes, he won't even watch it. He'll go do something else. Right. So it's like, is it he's not really into electronics because we didn't really have it? Or is he just not really into electronics? So we never really like, you know, one or the other. So um, we definitely were very hyper conscious about it. like this topic in general too, we think about it a lot, um, mainly because I am sitting around five screens right now, right? Like my entire life is on a screen. My entire job is on a screen. It is, you know, and it's not going to, it's not getting better. I do technical, you know, computer coding work. Like this is, 
my entire job is going to be on screens forever. Like this is what I do. Right. Um, and so we are pretty conscious about like when we're not doing that, we try and go outside or we try. And, and so for, because we're so focused on it, it just, I think bleeds into Ben as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I said, my kids, it's just something in me. Like I will just get drawn to a TV or a movie. Like it's just how I am. My kids are the same way, but at that same point, you know, at the end of a long day, I'm just going to sit on the couch and scroll on my phone. So it's hard not to expect, you know, that is see that the biggest. So I think there's a good place to like bring this to a head because this is something that I've actually worked on and I talked about it in therapy and I actually went through and, and worked on this and it's something I'm continuing to work on for myself is I do. I had to delete TikTok off my phone. Um, uh, smart. I just, I had to, I got to a point where I was becoming a worse parent because I was on TikTok so much. Um, and it right. wasn't even like, it sounds terrible, but like, I wasn't even really watching what I had on. I was just scrolling right. and scrolling. And the content yeah. is just so engaging. It just caught, kept my attention. I didn't even, I couldn't even tell you like what I was watching. Like, um, right. so it's been about a month since I haven't had TikTok on my phone. Okay. And I have felt myself being better about that. Like when I come upstairs after work, I'm consciously putting my phone away and sitting down and playing with Ben, like playing with his trucks and pulling out his toys and building blocks yeah. and building Legos because I knew I felt myself slip so far from that earlier where I was like, wow, I am on my phone. I mean, my screen time was six and a half, seven hours a day, right? right. Like it's, it's nuts. I, the first, this is terrible. Uh, we, we were also traveling, so I wasn't on my phone that much. I deleted it right before we left, but my screen time dropped like 64% my first week. Wow. Without it. Uh, it, like I said, we were traveling. I was not, but like, yeah, I'm one thing that I've been working on personally is being more present. Uh, and not just like, Oh, with Ben, but like in the moment right now, I've had, I've had a lot of like yeah. future anxiety. I've had a lot of like, what's going to happen. I think as a parent, that's just a natural thing. Like you constantly are worrying about the future because now you are raising children in it. Um, and I've always mm. been more focused on that as well. I, it's just who I am. Uh, we took a strength finder test in college and futuristic was my number one, uh, which is crazy right. for a 22 year old. Um, but it's anyway, being more present, something I was focused on. And I, I felt myself losing it on the screen, like using TikTok, using my phone too much, scrolling Twitter. So like you saying that, like you just want to sit on your phone at the end of the day. I'm, I've been, it's one of those things that I personally am consciously working myself through. So that's going to bleed over into my parenting as well. Whereas like now um, we used to, I said, we used to watch like a half hour local news. Most of the time our TV doesn't get turned on in the last like three weeks. Our TV like doesn't get turned on anymore uh, after like nine 30 in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, our TV just doesn't get turned on anymore. And it's just uh, with all that, it's who you are bleeds into your parenting. Right. And like, that's just what you do. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's a good place to to end it. You know, there's everybody's going to have their own views. Everybody's going to oh, yeah. do their own things. Technology, good, bad, whatever it may be. Everybody's got their opinions. Use it for good. Use it for evil. Use it, you know, as best as you can, you just, know, appropriately. Just remember, but, we're all out here trying to do our best. Just trying to do things. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to live, trying to let our little tiny humans live. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. You're the best. You're the 
You're the most beautiful listeners in the world, I'll tell you that much. That's a scientific fact. That is a scientific fact. I read it in a book. It's true. Uh, and, and thank you so much for Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. We appreciate them and everything they do. Hey, go follow us on social media. I can't believe you're not doing it already. But, we are yeah. creeping up on five, on 100 episodes. We're five episodes away from 100 episodes. <laughs> I almost said 500. That would have been nuts. 100 500. episodes. No, we're five episodes away from 100 episodes. So keep an eye on social media. We got some stuff coming up. We got some fun posts coming out. Um, we've been Katie's been working really hard to make our branding all all the same and everything like that. So if if not for don't do it for Joe and I, do it for Katie because she deserves it. For Katie, do it for Katie. Uh, so thank you guys so much. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, we just we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you a whole bunch, and uh, can't believe we're almost at a hundred episodes. That's nuts. Nuts, bananas, absolutely wild. I know it. All right, well for both of us, I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice before you use it. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.